0: And welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. And today we are doing one of our artist deep dive Mm -hmm. episodes. Um, And I'm just going to be really, really honest up top and say that I am struggling. I wanted so badly to do this episode and so many of you asked us in the sweetest, like... In some very heartfelt messages. You asked for this episode. And I want so badly to do it right. And I don't know what the right way to do it is. Um and yeah, I'm just in a very I'm in a very rough, raw space. I've cried like every day since Mino's birthday, and I'm just like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm very, I'm very, very raw. So I'm just putting that out there for y'all before we even get started that I'm probably going to cry today, uh, but I'm going to try to be strong. <laughs>
1: But what we're doing so, today yes, is we're doing a special tribute to, uh, the life and work of Kim jong yung our lead singer from Shiny and a very well respected solo artist in his own right. Um, and so we decided like, what would be the best way for us to do this episode? We struggled with it and we decided that the best way to do it would be to focus on his work and the music that he created, um, and the, the art that he put out into the world. Um, so we're going to do this very similarly to the way we did our shiny deep dive and our exo deep dive. We're going to go through chronologically uh, John Young's discography. We're going to talk about his work outside of just producing albums, um, his work as a radio host and as an author. Um, we're also going to list out some of our favorite B sides of his, and then we're going to end by watching his most watched music video. Yes, So, I guess it's just time to get started. Mm-hmm. So, Yun was
0: born on April 8th, 1990, in Seoul. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very, very close to his mom and his sister, but his dad was never part of his life. Yeah, um, He dropped out of high school in 10th grade to pursue his music career, which is pretty nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he eventually, like, post being in shiny like went back to school and he ended up getting all the way up to a master's degree so yeah he
1: did get schooled eventually but mm-hmm. i thought it was very interesting to know that he was a dropout yeah he dropped out um when he was scouted by sm uh which was in 2005 he was scouted at 15 um and of course debuted with shiny in 2008 um and he was so
0: little when he first showed up at sm there's like a clip in the sm town documentary of like one of his like first days, mm-hmm. and everyone's like gathered in a room with oh, a yeah, cake, he and he's like, introduces "Hi, I'm so himself.
1: good. Like, please take care of me." And he's like, "So small, yeah, and, like, yeah." And he he worked so hard. Like, he was one of those trainees that just tirelessly worked himself um and yeah he debuted with shiny in 2008 and he s- debuted as a songwriter for sm and for shiny specifically in 2009 just the very next year um because he wrote the lyrics for juliet um, we mentioned in the shiny episode juliet is a like a cover. It's an or instrumental, instrumental remake, remake there we go. of a Corbin Blue song. And Jean Young wrote the lyrics for it. Um he also wrote lyrics on many shiny albums. Um and before he debuted as a solo artist, he has songwriting credits on Lucifer, the album Lucifer, uh three songs on the album Lucifer, two songs on the album Sherlock, um, which came out 2010, 2012 respectively, and then in the Misconception series, which came out in 2013, he has six tracks that he has lyrical credits for.
0: Very, very prolific. Yeah. Um, and it's also uh, they they have at the SM Museum. They have some of his pages of like his songwriting notebook, and it's really crazy. It's very chaotic, mm-hmm. and like the words are written like all over the page in like different ways, and he like underlined things, and he like drew stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was just like very interesting to see his like creative process. Yeah, and that like it was a kind of
1: a all wild, the like doodle. Poem, book. yeah, yeah, like crazy arts, art book. Um, he also, before making his solo debut, he penned a song for Tim Means solo debut. Um, on Tim Means solo album, Ace, John Young wrote a song called Pretty Boy. He wrote the lyrics and the the composition for this song, I believe. I have a
0: clip of it. It could um, be our first clip fantastic. of the day. So. This is a
1: really hilarious song that is sung by both Tim Means and Kai, and it's on Tim Means solo debut album, Ace.
2: 한순간 불게만 바리게만 보여도 세상 착하게만 여리게만 보여도 날 너까지 불상상뿐일걸 그리고 예쁜 남자 이를 거다 말해도 보면 흐를 듯이 따라갈 걸 말해도.
1: Pretty boy. I love that song. It's really, the lyrics are really funny to me because it's just like Timmy describing his own. Fa- I mean, it's John Young describing Timmy's face, and it's the lyrics are just like, yeah, I'm pretty. You know, you want a pretty boy. And it's just, it's really funny.
0: Uh, right before that, though, I saw, like, it came out a little before, uh, Jonghyun wrote a song for IU called Gloomy Clock came out afterward it did wikipedia
1: has it in 2013 and taemin in 2014 oh i have them switched well regardless either way the iu song is his compositional debut Ah. so this the iu song a gloomy clock is the first song that he wrote the lyrics and the music for
0: and here's a clip of that And you can hear his voice on that as well. Mm -hmm. He's featured on the track and at IU's concert just the other night, she – was like, I'm going to play something I don't normally play. And someone brought her a Pearl Aqua microphone, Mm -hmm. and she sang Gloomy Clock.
1: And she used that uh, backing track so that his voice was included in her performance. It was a very sweet, very sweet tribute. Um, That was in 2014. And then in 2015, Jeon Young came out with his own solo debut Base, um, and this lead single off of this album was called Crazy, parentheses, guilty pleasure.
2: Mm-hmm. She's
1: The song is great. It has a really crazy uh, music video. Yeah, I remember
0: (laughs) when this came out being, like, shook by it in, like, a way I didn't, like, I did not love it. it just because it was so different from, like, anything Like, anything shiny that I was used to. Mm -hmm. Like, he's very naked. He has, like, a gas mask on. Yeah, the music video
1: has him, like, shirtless and oiled up and in chains and, like, wearing some crazy, like, mask. It's very over-the-top and very over-dramatic. And it was just, like, it was really funny and sort of shocking to be this debut or whatever, because like Tamin came out with his debut and he was also shirtless and dramatic and like yeah. kind of dark. And then Jean Young in our first iteration of shiny plagiarism, like calls his album base, uses a similar logo and then like also goes shirtless and chains. Uh-huh. Um, and so,
0: but he's like very skinny and his makeup is very like his face is skinny. He's like otherwise very ripped. And he has like so much eyeliner yeah. on and
1: yeah, the mm. it's, The drama, the The drama, drama, high drama in this sing in this single. Um, But But the album overall,
0: the other like, yeah, the album overall and the other
1: the other quote unquote single. Yeah, which was Deja Vu by Zion T. And we've mentioned the song many, many times. Uh
2: Play. Stop it Stop it Play. Oh 쥐락 Oh yeah 놓치지 말아줘 So more Pace yeah. 내게 필요한 건 you 오직 너뿐이잖아 너도 uh-huh. 내 눈을 보고 있잖아 I'm oh, not my rhythm처럼 yeah. 너 갖고 오라 나 지지지 않아 Baby Stay my lady Baby, Baby. Baby. Oh. Stay on oh.
0: That
1: song i love that song too and i think that it's it's good that we played both crazy and deja vu because this album has a pretty wide spectrum as far as like the genre of uh-huh. music that it covers because john young was like a very prolific songwriter and played with a lot of different styles and so all of his albums i think they have his albums have a very distinct voice to each one yes. but they're very different from each other mm-hmm. um Sort of like in the musical stylings right. and genres that he's playing with in each one. Um, I love this album. I think it's fantastic. Um,
0: no, maybe we should save it for the B-side discussion. But now I'm just curious looking at this list. The monodrama on this album is Lay's monodrama, yes? Yes. Okay, he just like redid it in Chinese? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought.
1: Yeah. Um, So 2015, he releases bass. This is his solo debut. Um, This album got attention um, first. It got wide critical acclaim, but it also got a lot of attention because of his part in the creative process. He wrote all of the songs that are featured on the the album, Um, and he also collaborated with a lot of non SM artists mm-hmm. so that also drew attention from critics um positive attention, but just like, oh, hey, look at what he's doing. Um, and then it charted a number one on the Billboard World and on the Gaon album chart. So it was a very popular and successful album from the beginning. Mm. Um, that same year, 2015, Shiny came out with Odd. Um, Jeon Young wrote the lyrics for View, and he also composed and wrote the lyrics for Odd Eye and then Chocolate, which came out on the uh, Married to the, the repack. Music repackage. Um, the same year, he released, or excuse me, he wrote Play boy from exo or for exo excuse me do did you want i have a clip, a of, clip of that, of that okay. too
0: <laughs> just so you guys can hear what his songwriting was like yeah you know?
2: yeah,
1: yeah
2: definitely <laughs> Ooh, I love that song!
1: I can't believe
0: that we managed to get through our EXO episode without bringing up Playboy. I know. But, like, this is a thing I'll never forgive Yun for.
1: I was literally (laughs) just going to say, I was like, how dare he contribute to the sex demon aspect of EXO with perhaps their quintessential sex demon song. Like, with the exception of Artificial Love, like, this one was outlandish. Yeah, we didn't like, describe goodness. it in that
0: episode, but when they did it on stage, they had canes, and it was like a hump. No, that's Artificial Oh, love. Artificial Love is when the canes came in. Oh, yeah, Playboys yeah, yeah. when they
1: face each other. Playboys when they, when each they face each other, and they do like a little party <gasps> rolls. A lot partner. of body rolls, a <laughs> lot of butt grabbing, and just like generally, like that funky guitar in the background. And at Alicia
0: in this year, Suho turned it into
1: a solo. Very slutty solo. Very slutty. Very slutty. I mean, it started last year, like before Sean Young's passing. Right, right, right. Um, But yeah, in his most recent concert tour, he did that as a very slutty solo, and Jean Young also performed it as a so- uh, in his own concerts and stuff too. But it yeah. is an EXO song. Jean Young never released it on one in of his point own point albums. Yeah. Um, and what I one thing I found interesting is that so in the year 2015, in addition to releasing his own solo album, a shiny album, and then he later released um, a collection of music, which we'll talk about in just a minute. Um, so he wrote this song for EXO. He also wrote a song called No More for an artist named Lim Kim. And for both of those songs, he not only wrote and composed the music, he also did the vocal direction for the recording. Yeah, which I thought was very interesting. Well, he was, he's skilled. He's He's skilled. He puts a lot of hats on. Um, but so then after those, he came out with what he called Story Opus One, um, which was a collection of different songs, um, that he'd written throughout the year. Um, and this was, we're gonna talk about his stint as a, radio host in a minute. Okay. So we'll talk a little bit more about these collections when we get to there. Okay, Because it's not technically a studio album, so therefore I'm going to sort of skip over it for totally. now. Okay, so then 2016, he comes out with his second solo album, She Is. Um, and the title of this, or excuse me, the title track of this album is similarly titled, She Is. Not She Is. She Is. Ooh, She Is i like this bitch (laughs) just kidding he says bridge. (laughs) he says bridge i like this bridge but i
0: remember (laughs) i'm still following the clip but the year this song came out i remember
1: being like is he saying people in the car being like is he saying oh shiz that's like a theme of this entire album is like jean young Spoke, was good at Japanese, obviously fluent in Korean, never gave a shit to learn God English. God damn it, he could not speak English and didn't and care. And didn't care about it and didn't Which care. Which is fine, you don't have to speak English. continued not to, to use English in his songs repeatedly like throughout his entire career. And it always sounded and like cursing. Always, he always yes, managed to make it
0: sound in like cursing. She is
1: and an Aurora. Yes. It sounds like he ends that song saying ass, ass. and it's supposed to be eos. With, Yes, but he just says ass. ass.
0: Okay, <laughs> hold on. Here's she is. <laughs> 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 This was such a good album. We talked about this in like our solo artist episode, Mm -hmm. but this was the like Listerine colored like album. Mm -hmm. And this music video always freaks my shit out because it makes it looks like something's wrong with your computer. Like they turned the contrast in a really weird, unnatural way. Yeah. They turned
1: down the contrast so that there aren't There, it's almost like there are no blacks. Anything that would be black, it is kind of gray. And all everyone's skin
0: is kind of pink. There's Mm -hmm. like a very weird, it's just got a weird color scheme. It's a very. It's bright, but it's not bright. It's
1: muted. Mm -hmm. Muted bubblegum colors. Like, um, but I loved the whole concept of this album. It was like. Very bright colors, like mm-hmm. blue and yellow and pink. he had his beautiful pink hair, which was his favorite. He was so excited to have it, yeah, um, he did a fantastic use of female backup dancers um and yeah it was it was excellent, yeah, I really we liked this album a in lot.
0: our it was the summer songs episode, yes, and we said white t shirt was like one of the yeah. best summer songs ever that's off of this album. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I loved She Is. It was a great era, great album. Yeah. Listened to it to death. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: After she is, um, in that same year, 2016, so, a uh, Zhang, Zhang loved to release a solo album the same year that Shiny did. Um, and so he, they also released one of one this year, and on that, tr- uh, album, he composed Prism, and he wrote the lyrics for Don't Stop. Um, and then the following, oh, excuse me, and also in 2016, he wrote a song called Already, which was for Tim Means' Press It album, so Tim Means' second solo album. Zhang wrote a song for that, um, and He also wrote a song called Breathe for soloist Lee High.
0: a sad one yeah that song is really really beautiful someone some radio some tv station someone made her sing it last year
1: yeah and she was not able to do it it was
0: very very rough too it's too much but that's Mm -hmm. like that's a beautiful song but the lyrics are like when it's hard to like when you're crying so hard that it's hard to breathe like i'll be the one to hold you or whatever
1: yeah it's a tough it's a beautiful but but sad song. But sad one. Um Before we move on from She Is, I just wanted to say critical acclaim for this one. Oh, yeah. Um, and we did reach number one on the Gaon chart. It went to number four on Billboard World Charts. And John Young himself said, quote, one can feel my passion as a singer-songwriter the most on this album, um, as opposed to all the rest of the work that he'd put out so far. Interesting. Um, The next year, 2017, he released, um, the collection Story Opus 2, um, which we'll talk about a little bit more in a moment. Um. Oh, I I was just also
0: seeing in the timeline right before that, that Inspiration, that SM station was right before that. Oh, yes.
1: Yes, yes. Um, He came out with an an SM station song. And he ended up naming a tour, the Mm -hmm. tour. Yes. Yes. So his last, uh, his last concerts were called Inspiration and they... Or Inspired inspired yeah, yeah, yeah inspired yeah. um and they included songs from his collections and then also of course like his solo albums as well
0: but that's that's where our outro comes from i didn't pick that word from nothing oh
1: yeah yes absolutely um and then so yeah then that takes us to, to his last album 2018 are you shaking uh, yeah. your head or is No, something? that's okay. cause
0: it's story, story OP2 and rolled mm-hmm. we'll it comes get out in that.
1: 2017 and then he did his final inspired, inspired concert. concerts. Um, and after that, um, his final album, Poet Artist, which was announced in early December by SM, was released posthumously in 2018. Um, and the lead single for that album, which did come out with a music video, was called Shine In.
2: Bitch bitch No no P-gest-no. Ad-chow, 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 ad-chow-ay. Ad-chow-ay. Oh, money and girl oh, oh, coming coming 내 around you Patty, Daddy, Buddy, Muncher, So, girl, I mean, you, go Nobody, nobody, so, i get a good one. i Oh somebody call me I'm a good one. I'm a good one. I'm a good
1: That's a great song, a great music video, definitely inspired um shiny's aesthetic for Story of Light, I think. I think so
0: too. Um, that music video, it was I needed it. Like I remember I mean it was January 20th, so everybody mm, was still like It was about very a month raw.
1: after his passing.
0: A lot of people like didn't want to watch it, but mm-hmm. I personally found it so comforting. Like, he looks really happy, and his hair, like, he looks like a beautiful, bright angel in the video, truly. Like, his hair is so white, and like, his face is like filled out. Like, he, and he's just staring directly into the camera and saying, like, Mm -hmm. always be with you. And there was, it just felt like a warm hug to me.
1: I disagreed. I, I didn't appreciate that album at the time. Um I like it now. It's definitely my least listened to of his albums. Um mostly because I very specifically remember seeing that music video and hearing the chorus of always be with you and feeling very bitter about it. Mm-hmm. Um so I had a hard time with this music video and this album. Uh, I bought it right away, but I didn't actually listen to it for a really long time. Like I, I bought the album and I watched the music video and then I was like, you know what? I'm not ready to listen yeah, to this yet. Put it away. Um, but this album was his first, um, to chart on the US Billboard 200. Um, it did go to number one on the Gaon and the Billboard, Billboard World charts and all of the proceeds from this album did and continue to go to Jeon Young's mom who put them toward a charity that um, helps troubled youth or youth that are living in difficult circumstances. Um, so that reaches out to a lot of like LGBTQ youth in Korea and a lot of like um, teen runaways and teens that are dealing with depression and anxiety and different mental health issues. Um, so that she established a charity in his name. Um, and so all of the proceeds of poet artist go toward that.
0: Yes, and the charity, as far as I could tell, I wanted to try to find it in case anybody wanted to. But from what I can gather right now, the only way to donate to the charity is in person. Mm. Um, So there have been, like, fan sites that, like, will take collections and take donations on people's behalf. Um, So there's not, like, I can't send you, like, to a website if you want to donate to this Shiny Foundation. But um, maybe when we go, we we can try to go by. But, yeah. That's that's something that exists, the Shiny Foundation or the shi- – yeah, that's what it's called. Is
1: that what it's called, the yeah. Shiny Foundation?
0: But it's shiny, S-H-I-N-Y, like yeah, shiny yeah, yeah. with a Y. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, so that takes us through to Sean Young's discography. That's his, right? that's his whole discography. Um. But we kind of skipped over his two collections. And mm-hmm. the reason that we did that is because his collections are something that were born out of a segment – from his stint on Blue Night, um, which was a radio show by NBC, um, and he started hosting it in July of 2014. He was chosen by NBC to be the the host of this show because of his passion and dedication to music, um, and so he on this show developed a little, he called it a little corner, like a little segment on the show, which later became known as The Man Who Composes. Um, but his, and I'm, gonna read a translated quote of Zhang sure. Young to introduce this idea. He says, As I started Blue Night, I contemplated on how to incorporate myself well into the program. As inspected, as expected, the conclusion is communicating with listeners and music. That's why I prepared a project where I personally write a song pertaining to a listener's story and let you hear it. The name of the corner is Blue Night Lyrics, That Man's Composition. Um, so this corner later became uh, known as The Man Who Composes, and so song... Listeners sent in stories um, just about their life, like through the show's homepage, um, and then Jean Young would write a song inspired by these stories. He aired them as demos um, on the show and then released um, sort of rearranged versions in his collections. So all of the songs on both Story Opus 1 and Story Opus 2 are songs that he wrote for Blue Knight, for the man that composes. Um and so the, one of the songs, like one of my favorite songs is called You and I. Um, and that is actually about the relation that Zhang wrote that about his relationship with his listeners because oh. he, uh, would, t- say on the air, treat Blue Night like your diary and feel free to let me know your stories. Um, so he worked on both of those albums with his own compositional group which he called We Freaky and uh, part of that compositional group is one of his high school friends who's a pianist um, named He Sotion. still
0: puts out music with
1: We Freaky, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, okay. but it's John Young's compositional group. I see. Yeah. Um, so Blue Night I think I wanted to like talk about Blue Night for a little while Please. and have it as be its own, uh, have it like be its own little chapter. segment chapter in like the life of Jean Young, because I think that blue night is one of the reasons that Jean Young um, is such a meaningful artist for a lot of his fans. Um He, like I said, like really cared about listening to a lot and like connecting and speaking directly to listeners. And so a lot of his, shows were very personal um and he sort of shared and revealed a lot about himself um in blue night and gave a lot of um really wonderful advice and also just like very beautiful sometimes tragic insights into like his philosophies and and his views on the world um and i think that because we had that sort of insight into his own Thinking and like the, you know, thoughts and emotions throughout the day, like we could sort of see the behind the scenes of, of where his songs were coming from. And unlike a lot of other K-pop artists, like his music is almost entirely self-written and Mm self-composed. And so all of his work is very, is very personal. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he even, like, in his, during his stint in Blue Knight, released a book called Skeleton Flower, Things That Have Been Released and Set Free. Um, this came out in September of 2015. And it's a book that's all about his songwriting experiences and inspirations. And it hasn't been fully translated into English. There is a fan project that's, like, currently working on it. Um, But it's basically, it's very interesting because it goes back and forth between, like, sometimes it's a short, it's written, like, a short story that is the story behind a particular song and then sometimes it's written like a diary where he's sort of explaining like i came home today and i saw my dog and she made me think of this and then i wrote this song um and then other times it's like it kind of goes back and forth between like mm-hmm. the fictional story of the song and then like the process of writing it itself um is there anything you want to say about blue knight
0: oh i just i have i i have a little a, a blue Night quote that I've been reading a lot this week mm-hmm. that I I would like to read if that's okay. Absolutely. It's one of those it's one of those nice one of those sappy ones you were just talking about. But he said, "Is there anyone out there from our blue night family that's crying alone tonight? Not crying out of pity for something or someone, but instead because they can't help but ask why are they living the life that they are? Is there anyone who's feeling sentimental or needlessly guilty?" Don't feel that way. I hope that you believe that these bitter days of crying alone will be the most beautiful days of your life. You'll realize with time that your life is actually pretty all right. I promise you. In fact, I'll write you a guarantee. The most beautiful thing in all the world is right now. This moment. You. Don't ever forget that.
1: I love that quote. I also had that one written down as one of my favorites. I have a collection of favorites. Um, One that I think about often. Um, It's like one of the reasons that I love Sean Young so much is because he is very was always very open about being an emotional person and about how like he I mean he's always been an emotional person and he always like owned it and you Mm -hmm. know he has different quotes of like you know there's no such thing as a useless thought there's no such thing as a useless emotion his music I think is like he just made it okay. To yeah, be, feel whatever just it was. Feel you your feelings. Feeling. Um, and one quote that I always think of and tell myself, um, is when your tears are falling, just let them shed. I wish you think of it as if the weight inside your heart is getting out of your body, drop by drop. Um, and I think that's such a beautiful sentiment mm-hmm. of like, you know what? It's okay to just take a moment and allow yourself to feel whatever it is that you're feeling right now. Um, so that you can then move on yeah um, and deal with it then um, one thing I wrote down also because I there's this collection of blue night quotes that have been translated by fans and like illustrated and put together into a little book and I thought this one was cute because uh, they paired it with the lyrics to one of his songs um, so he said just like sort of offhanded or something on a blue night one day um, when I get into the bathtub. If the water is warm, it feels like it's telling me that I worked hard. Like the water is saying, "You worked hard, John Young," and he like gets sleepy and falls asleep in the bathtub. And then the song "End of the Day," uh, which is one of the songs he wrote for Blue Night, like as part of his collection. One of the lyrics says, "Just like water in a bathtub that embraces you closely, I want to ho- I want to warmly hold you without space between us." And I love it. His lyrics are so beautiful. Yeah.
0: Um, were there any other? I mean, I guess we'll save them for uh, B sides. But anything else off of these, uh, off the any of the collections that you want to like mention, or other oh, Blue Night things?
1: Honestly, I mean, his Blue Night. I think like I have other quotes that I wrote down, but yeah. there's just so many. There's so like, many. There's, he he was a very wise. And eloquent soul. Yes. So there are a lot of really beautiful quotes um, that I could. I mean, I could just read them all day long. Yeah, and they're, they are sweet and insightful, and sometimes they're a little bit sad. Yeah, um, and they're it seems like, very honest. Yeah,
0: it seemed like the kind, like a perfect, a perfect job for him. And I know he was like very sad to have to leave it because mm-hmm. um, it just seemed like a very good outlet for him yeah because it's just this sort of like late night radio show Mm -hmm. where you could just like talk to people yeah you know about like real stuff um i just watched the other day uh one of my favorite clips everyone should watch it it's so good from his last night at Mm -hmm. blue night mino came and surprised him uh and he burst into the ugliest of ugly tears and mino brought kleenex because he's like that's what i feel like you would need and there's this really great moment where he's like wiping his eyes and he's like it's very soft and then you look at the package and he's like oh all organic or whatever he's like uh it's just very sweet but in the end that clip also weirdly always makes me laugh just in that in a strange kismet way that there was this song on like one of demi lovato's like first albums like when she was still a Disney Channel kid and there was this song that I'm pretty sure was actually to the soundtrack of one of those Tinkerbell like oh, animated okay. movies mm-hmm. <laughs> And that is the song that Jong was playing on his oh, show, really? like when Mino came in and it's in that clip. And it makes me laugh every time because I was like, how did you find this song? Because yeah. I think it's weird that I knew it, that I had a Demi Lovato album in 2007. Like, why do you know this? And that, like, it always, I just always thought that was super Jong funny. was
1: full of surprises. And it's like
0: a very sad, like it's a friendship song. And it's like, you had your dreams, I had mine. <laughs> you had your fears, I had I was fine. And, like, I don't know. It's, like, something about, like, friends when two worlds collide or whatever. It's very funny. But, yeah, it was, like, a very sweet show. And didn't he also – there was a girl who – did she do the show with him sometimes? Her name's, like – is her name
1: Cloud9? hmm Yeah. Um, she wasn't, like, a co-host. Oh, okay. But she, I think, was maybe uh, – I, this is just a guess. She was involved in the show in some way, but she wasn't necessarily like a regular co host okay. with him. Um, but she was deeply involved in the show.
0: It is very fascinating to me just the fact that he had a popular radio show that people have. This is a total aside, but I just find it very interesting that like, Actual terrestrial radio, mm-hmm. like, still matters in South Korea, and that you yeah. would like give a radio show to a pop star, and that people would turn
1: it tune in every Tuesday to it or whatever. Yeah, especially because his radio show was at like midnight. It, it was, was yeah, started, it was one it of was the late, late, late night, night ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but Which yeah, that's well just because he was an insomniac. But that's
0: just very fascinating to me, and yeah. maybe it's just because I'm too close to the podcasting world. But I'm like, who listens to the radio? Like, there's podcasts you can listen to them <laughs> yeah. whenever. But like, it's also
1: not really something here in the U.S. Like yeah, I regular like, radio doesn't really have a huge following.
0: No. Yeah. So it was just very interesting that he had a radio show, albeit like a successful one. Mm-hmm. But like, and for several years, he found clearly found great. Great inspiration and he wrote two whole
1: albums like yeah, two off of Radio Incredible experiences. albums and the, the songs, I mean, a lot of the I could have just listed the entire track listing of both of these albums as my favorite B-sides because I love all of them. Mm-hmm. Um I have to give a special shout out to a song which originally when I heard it kind of made me giggle because it is like Sean Young's best Marilyn Monroe singing <laughs> happy birthday to JFK <laughs> oh wow it's called happy birthday uh-huh. and it's on his opus one but it is supposed to be but then I read the like inspiration behind it were stories that he got from listeners about people either spending birth their birthday alone or celebrating the birthday of a loved one that has that is no longer in their uh. lives. And so it's supposed to be like a melancholy happy birthday song. And it is a melancholy happy birthday song, but it's very like the it's very breathy. It's like happy birthday. <laughs> it's like very uh-huh. very breathy and just it makes me giggle, but it's a sad pretty Man, song. Man, he
0: wrote so many sexy songs i mean just like on that i know that one wasn't purposefully but just throwing it out there i saw a funny like quote of his uh this week that he was singing he sang the congratulations song at somebody's wedding Mm. and when he was like up on the stage or whatever and he asked the couple like what's your greatest wish like for your marriage and the husband was like the husband like turned to the wife and was like lots of babies or whatever and John was like just listen to my albums I have lots of songs for that <laughs> like he, like immediately like rolled into like oh I have baby making music like he does I can help you
1: out he with that he definitely does um he makes very smooth very smooth music um She Is is a particularly sexy album mm-hmm. um um, and it even has a song that he specifically said was about the night out of a wedding, the wedding. night song yeah. suit is that suit up? Sued up yes yeah um, and the, the VCR for it that he played in his um, in his concert was very scandalous of <laughs> him and a girl getting undressed and it was very. Very suggestive. <laughs> Very suggestive. Um, well, like on that note, should we talk about B-sides? Yeah, now? let's do it. Let's talk about our favorite B-sides. Um, do you want to go first? Or, hmm, sure. I will choose one off of his first opus, first collection. Um, this is a song that he wrote sort of like in, he was inspired by the connection he made with his listeners, and it's called You and I.
2: 웃는 모습 기쁨 좋아보여 보기 좋아 내게 들려줄래. You, you, and night Oh, now i 떨어질 수 없어. You, 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 we night 나 항상 너 예, 기다리고 있어.
0: Ooh, that's a good piano
1: solo. I know his compositions are so beautiful. Yeah, They're- and
0: it's very interesting too. His vocal on that sounds like a plucky stringed instrument. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very
1: yeah. It totally does, and his like melodies really match that well. And he has very um complex mm-hmm. instrumentations in his music. I like it a lot.
0: Um. Okay, I will make. See, this was, I was trying to be diverse because we disagree on this and that's fine. But I loved Poet Artist. I've listened to it so much this year, but I didn't want to only pick, like I wanted to make, be diverse in my choices. Um, So my first B-side is off of, uh, uh, where'd it go? What's the song? Hallelujah. It's off of bass. Yes, okay. Off of bass, the first solo album, um, Hallelujah is the
1: name of the song. No,
0: no, no,
2: no.
1: baby making music yeah
0: and that i that song also i feel like i picked it because it gives me a little bit of that there's a specific Yun drama mm-hmm. and there's like certain shiny songs that like really brought it out in him um and this to me sort of captures that sort of like very dramatic very belty yeah
1: totally my recommendation later will be a perfect example of Great. what Jean young drama
0: is. can be
1: yeah and can be um my second favorite b-side um I mean these are kind of in no particular yeah. order to be honest um but the next one that I will mention is called love is so nice and it's from his second collection story opus 2 <laughs>
2: Jazzy. Yeah.
1: I like that one. There's a lot of jazz elements to his second collection. Um, it's it's a beautiful, beautiful album.
0: Um, okay, so my next choice is off of the She Is album, and this was hard for me to pick a favorite off of She Is because I like a lot of that album. Mm-hmm. But when I thought really hard about it, you Aurora is my one. favorite. So here is Aurora, and I have to play it from the beginning. Bye uh,
2: right. like bye
0: i have to fade it but i would play the whole thing
1: (laughs) i know i was part of me was hoping that you would uh include the very end where he goes Aos.
0: here wait let me play it since you mentioned it <laughs> Just we gotta play it play the all the way to the
1: end
0: yeah hold on Skip here's like the, the last eight seconds uh, Aos. Aos.
1: right he said ass <laughs> he guys ass. he's supposed to say eos which is the Whatever. latin it's word ass. for aurora but instead he says eos <laughs> and it's great um, okay the last b-side that I'll mention um, however I do think that we'll have to put out like a Spotify playlist oh, of definitely. all of our favorite b-sides because I I wrote down three favorite b-sides for every single album that he also released. you know what um, honestly this discography isn't that big
0: you should probably just listen to all of you it you should definitely right? just
1: listen to all of it <laughs> I own his entire discography and listen to it all the time it's great from Beginning to end. Um, but the last one I'll mention is off of Poet Artist and it's called Sentimental. <laughs>
2: 니가 내 어깨 토닥토닥 것 같은데. Sentimental 해. 나 sentimental 해. 없는 내 방은 덤벼서 sentimental 해. 몇년 전에 니가 누워있던 게 마냥 엊그제 같은데. Sentimental
0: 해. 너 없는 내방 없는 Beautiful. That's a good one.
1: I have to say, like, I strongly recommend um, for really any of his songs, but in particular, if you feel drawn to a specific song of his, I highly recommend looking up the lyrics um, because Sean Young is was a very poetic songwriter and a lot of the reason that he received such critical acclaim for his solo work is because of the cleverness of his lyrics Mm -hmm. um especially with shine in one thing that um they really loved the critics really loved about poet artist was like the word play um in his lyrics on that album Mm -hmm. um so it doesn't always translate well but if you can find like a great A good translation of it, I highly recommend looking up his lyrics.
0: Yeah, I wonder, I mean, I shouldn't say it without looking it up, so never mind. (laughs) But there's these dudes who do, like, whatever explained by a Korean, and they can, Mm. like, catch the puns and the whatever, and they explain lyrics, like, very well. But I feel like they've only been doing it the last couple months, so maybe they wouldn't have any. So Mm. I had that. <laughs> um okay my last choice is also from Poet Artist. Um again it was hard for me to choose one because I really liked this album, but I went with the one that I'm most likely to turn up really, really loud in the car, and that's only one you need. <laughs> by the end I promise <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it uh,
0: it just raises gets the stakes more.
1: <laughs> it raises
0: the stakes the whole time um, so those were some b-sides but like we just said honestly there's only like four whole albums that you'd have to go through and there I mean or five. One, two, three, no five well he has five two
1: studio albums two collections one EP
0: okay yeah mm-hmm. so like five album ishes yeah. So you should just listen to them all. They're really. all they're all good quality music. Um well that was
1: B Sides. So I guess is it time to watch something? It's time to watch something. Um so Sean Young's most played music video is one off of his uh collection two. So story collect- opus two. The collection. Uh-huh. Um, and it is called Lonely, and it features Taon from Girls' Generation. Okay.
0: <laughs> Full disclosure, this video always makes me cry. So
1: <laughs> This song always makes me cry. Whenever I am feeling very, very sad and I need to, like, allow myself to feel those feelings, I listen to... His, this album, the collection story opus two, and it starts with this song, and it's the perfect way to just jumpstart those
0: tears. Right. So, and we were talking before the episode, and I was saying, I remember when that album came out. Cause was it right before or right after one of one?
1: It was right after.
0: Okay. Yeah. So I had, I listened to it the day it came out. I listened to the whole album and I said, Nope, too sad. And I, <laughs> I remember texting you, like, Jonk's album
1: is sad. <laughs>
0: Like I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't I didn't need it at the time.
1: But in, like in its defense, they are not all sad true. songs. Like Love is so nice is not a sad song, and like uh some of the other songs toward the end of the album are like a little bit sexier or whatever, but there are a lot of ballads on yeah. it. Yeah. So
0: here is Lonely Changgyun featuring Taeyon of Girls Generation. Alright. So it starts out.
1: Him alone in a house. This is one of those music videos that's like a house with pretty crown molding. And Tayon won't be here. No, like, she's not in the video at all. But the whole video is just like him in the house, it's just him being alone. Being alone. He brushes his teeth. He listens to an old record. Trims the hedges with his Fiskars branded trim hedge, hedge
0: trimmers. Get yours at Lowe's. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever.
1: But in this music video, Taeyon's voice is like represented as playing from a record. An old timey like record, one of those big grammar phones. Yeah. And he just put in a hashtag, like a hash on his. A uh, tally mark. Tally mark. Yeah, so he like uh, keeps track of, I guess, how many days he's been without her on his arm. Sad pianoing
0: he's all at the end of a dining table <laughs> eating a giant feast like a but not eating it a sad vampire, you're
2: right
1: he's sitting in the pool with jeans on and looking looking sad sad. that's the theme of this music video is being in clothes being in in water while clothed second tally mark
0: not gonna eat that meat no he's too sad but look there's mac
1: and cheese on his plate and only two asparagus (laughs) who serves himself only two asparagus (laughs) maybe he doesn't like it very much
2: just two and
0: and now he's got like at least eight hashtags or oh, no no now tally it's marks. a lot of tally marks
1: I do always laugh at this scene with him in the bathtub because the behind the scenes of this music video like when they made it he sits in the bathtub and like the water's running he's wearing a turtleneck and pants as he sits in this bathtub and he turns and he looks at the camera and he goes how sad I must be to be in this tub fully clothed <laughs> it's really adorable glad he thinks it's funny
0: because that makes me feel better because that's yeah. my least favorite one I of all know. the scenes there's something about him being clothed in that bathtub <laughs> with all the water running that you're just like fuck so <laughs> A good sweater.
1: Yeah, it looks very cuddly in this whole video. I do love that song. Um, there's a really beautiful and very heartbreaking video uh on YouTube if you look up if you just look up John Young lonely um there's a really great clip from one of his last concerts the inspired series um where he sings that song and the Shawls in the audience sing Taeyeon's part. Mm-hmm. Um and so they like he just sort of holds the microphone to them whenever it's their turn and they they sing it together, which is really sweet. Um, but it's also really funny because there's a part in it where collectively the entire audience comes in like four beats too early mm-hmm. and Shaun Young laughs and, and like they all laugh together and it's a really cute moment and um it's he really, really cared about his fans a mm-hmm. lot. Um and those those inspired concert series I believe you can find on YouTube. Um, you can watch the whole concert and um, it's a really it's a little difficult to watch um, here in the present and like knowing what mm. what comes at the end of or like later yeah. that month. Um, but it is a beautiful concert. He planned it very diligently and um, performed it Beautifully. Yeah. Um
0: yeah. I don't know. I'm I just maybe I need these last couple of minutes or whatever of this episode to just like talk very honestly about how I feel and have felt like and I don't know. Guess maybe it will be comforting to someone. I don't know. But This month has been harder than I expected it to be. Like, I feel like a couple weeks ago, I was feeling, like, I don't know, like, optimistic. Like, it'll be okay, and, like, we'll just, like, do our episode, and, like, everything will be cool. But, like I said, like, Mino's birthday was a weird, like, trigger for me, almost, Mm -hmm. in that, like, the last... You know, however many years, it's Mino's birthday and I make a Mino birthday post and then uh, then it's Oni's birthday and it's December. And something about like trying to sit down to write a birthday post just like hit me with reality in a very weird way, because it was like last year I made a birthday post and Mino went to the concert and Zhang sang happy birthday. Mm -hmm. And it was just like a few days later, everything was so vastly different that now it being this time of year again just feels very odd and I always I always get a little sad like around Christmas and on my birthday Mm. but now I just keep thinking about how like last year the day that I had to go home for Christmas was like the day of his funeral and I had tried to avoid all of it but like Instagram felt that it needed to autoplay like paparazzi funeral videos for me and like mm. wreck and, and like wreck wreck me. I cried the whole way home last year, and being home for Christmas, like friends from high school, the first thing they would say to me is like, "I'm so sorry about your K-pop boy," yeah. and it was just like, I don't know. It was such last year around this time was so extremely difficult, and I don't think that I could picture now like I you know what I mean like I had I I, it just seemed everything seemed endlessly changed you know and it was like am I like will I ever see the rest of shiny again will I ever and be able to enjoy any of this ever again like
1: Mm -hmm. yeah it was very uh, I mean obviously his death was a very big surprise to all of us in a lot of ways. Um, I mean, we did just talk about how open and honest he was about his mental health and his emotions like in blue night, but it was still a surprise. Um, no one like saw it coming. Right. Um, and I think as a fan of shiny, uh, we were of course very worried about the boys and you know what they would choose to do. And then of course in pure shiny fashion, because they're beautiful and strong and lovely human beings, they, Took their time for themselves, and then they came back with a perfect tenth anniversary tribute. I think to Zhang and to their history together, and to their growth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a hard time around this year. I just or around this yeah time last year. I just it feels like one of those things, and like I said at
0: the very beginning, I had a very hard time trying to figure out how i even wanted to do this episode because as a shawal and as somebody who like loved him so much i don't want him to only exist as like that guy who died like that because that seems that doesn't seem fair but i also feel like you can't you can't ignore it it's it wouldn't Mm -hmm. have been possible for us to just like do this episode and act like like yeah, it like, isn't. And
1: then his career ended. It, I, don't like, know, I don't know, whatever. Okay, bye. Yeah.
0: Um, so it's just it's it's hard and it will probably be hard forever. Uh but I just, you know, I love I-, I love Shiny so much. And seeing that picture of all of them sending Jinky off to the army like absolutely devastated me. Mm. No, devastated is the wrong word. I just, like, I saw that picture and I just immediately, like, burst into tears because all I could think about was, like, how much I love these four people mm-hmm. and how sad I am that they've had to have this year. That, like, I don't know. I'm just... I think that's one of the hardest part about, like, death is that, like, it's the people who get left behind that have to deal with it, you know? Like, it does, we can't be sad for, for him. The yeah, so just... You know, knowing that they've had to go through so much and that like now they're all going to be separated for like a a significant amount of time. And I just want I just want them to be happy so badly. And I was just like very struck by that. And Mm -hmm. like, I think it will never seeing the four of them while it makes me like so happy to see them, like the fact that there are four of them is like never not going to hurt you know Mm -hmm. and i even saw that sm did change the season's greetings uh cover because i wasn't the only person who saw four names in capital letters and went hey Mm. no so they ended up changing it to um just a bunch of pictures of the boys instead but it's just i don't know it's it's not something i think i said this when i had to talk about shiny on the k-pop cast but like K-pop is usually an escape for people, mm-hmm. you know, it's like our, our fantas our bubblegum fantasy world where there's just like music and pretty people and K-pop hasn't had to deal with a ton of tragedy. Yeah. Um. So I think this was very hard for a lot of people. Um. I know. I mean, I know it was Um. and it's hard for. It's it's just hard. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just hard
1: yeah it's it's interesting for me now as a as a Shawol and like as a, a fan of Zhang Young's solo work because now I kind of feel like I if I'm in the mood to listen to shiny I listen to the story of light mm-hmm. um, or I listen to John Young's solo work and I it's can be a little painful and I have to be like in a very particular mood to listen to older shiny music that has all five of them yeah um just because sometimes when i'm like listening to shiny and i have it on shuffle or something and like an old song will come on like a love like oxygen and like john young will just hit a note and it's like I, i don't know it must be one of those like just human reactions like the way that the human brain reacts to music or something of like when you hit a certain note and it's just like an instant like a trigger yeah like a like a knee kick a reflex. reflex to just burst into tears yeah um and so like sometimes like certain like chord progressions or certain like notes or whatever will just really hit me in a way that can sometimes take me off guard yeah or catch me off guard um so i feel like I am a much more uh conscious, like shiny listener now. Yeah. Like I, I listen to them. They're not my constant background music, which they definitely were at one point, yeah. where it was like no matter what mood I was in, I was always in the, in mood, the mood to mood for listen shiny. to shiny. And now I'm a little bit more selective about it just because I do have such strong emotional connections to both shiny as a whole and also like Jang Young on his own, like, his solo work was very significant to me. Um, And I relied on him a lot uh, in the last, in the, like, six months before his death. Um So it's got to be very... Yeah, I think...
0: Were yeah. Y- weren't you saying something a while back, or some quote about, like, grief being, like, waves? And that it, like, yeah, comes gr- and mm-hmm. goes? Because I think... after i wasn't able to listen to shiny for a while Mm -hmm. um and then it would just be like a song here or there that i would like let in and specifically tell me what to do which is one of my favorites like when that song came out i was so into it Mm -hmm. and i loved it so much but like i can't hear it anymore like there are our dance teacher loves it. It's like her favorite shiny song. But yes. some days, some days I'm so into it and I'm like, yes, tell me what to do. This is yeah. what I need, bitch. But then there are other days where like just hearing him sing, don't cry no more. And then I'm mm-hmm. done. I'm done. And I just can't. Cause that's, that's the last. Yeah, that's, that's the, last. the last shiny song. And shiny it was, we ever got. it was like heavy and it was like mm-hmm. sad. And it was like, yeah. tell me. And just, just, just the phrase tell me what to do is like yeah it used in that desperate way and feels triggering the harmonies
1: (laughs) in that song are particularly rich and beautiful and like that whole repackage was um sort of ballad heavy yeah Um, so that i find one and one difficult to listen
0: difficult but then i find but then sometimes the other the older stuff i don't know Yeah, it just, like, comes and goes and it changes from day to day. Like, some days I see him or I watch an old shiny video and all I can do is just, like, smile and be so grateful. Like, God, you were the best. and Mm -hmm. Like, wasn't it so nice that we had this? And then other days I'm too sad and some days I'm a little angry and some days I'm, like, I don't know. I I guess that's, like, all I wanted to – I just wanted to talk about this for a minute with you, like, because I know – based on things that y'all have sent us that like you, the listeners have also felt a ton of complicated feelings over the last year. Yeah. So even though like, this isn't, this isn't perfect or maybe it, you don't relate at all. I just like needed, I don't know. I just want y'all to know that it's hard. It's hard. Losing people is hard. And like, it's not weird if you like are feeling lots of mixed feelings, it's totally 100%.
1: Okay. Um, and those things will change with time. But as Jean Young said, sometimes it's good to experience loneliness and emptiness. It's just also important to know how to get over and control those emotions, too. Yes. So never be afraid to feel your feelings, whatever yeah. they may be. I think that
0: would be the most important lesson that he tried to give all of us. Is yeah. that like whatever you feel,
1: it's okay to feel it. Mm-hmm. Put on one of his collections, sit in a bath. And let yourself feel sad for thirty minutes, and then get out of the bath and dry your tears. Yeah,
0: he had a very similar quote about crying in the mirror, mm-hmm. like just cry in the mirror for a minute. Yeah, look at yourself. And then, <laughs> I don't, that I don't like to do.
1: <laughs>
0: and then move no, on. thank you, Jung. Um, but that was that was that. Um, I hope that maybe you guys discovered some new music today. Found a little comfort in knowing that other people feel the same way as you, um, and yeah, we'll love and miss him forever. Let's make recommendations. Can you go first? Because I'm trying to decide what Absolutely. I'd like to say.
1: So, as I teased earlier in this episode, my um, recommendation is a perfect example of Zhang. Uh, the the. What John Young drama can truly be. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a clip you can find it on YouTube. Um, it is from one of their shiny world tours. I don't remember which one, but it's his solo and he sings a cover of E si fuera ella. Um, oh. which is a Spanish song that's like about, uh, it's like a breakup love song. Um, and his vocal, Range is out of this world in that song but it also involves like <laughs> there's a water on stage and he like there's like a vcr of him screaming <laughs> and then like a pow, like gunshot goes off and then like oh my god it's it's so over the top and so beautiful oh i love love that performance i watch it often That's impossible Tear warning just as a
0: precursor. Just be aware. Um, Oh, I was trying to decide like what uh, variety show moment I wanted to use. Okay. I think I'm going to make this recommendation. Um, So this is a video that is on. uh, It's not on the official channel anymore. It looks like it's just coming in. It's like. Jonghyun Dingo Studios, but I think if you just look up like Jonghyun surprising fans, um, there was this one thing that he did for a show oh, yeah. where he like surprises this fan at her job, mm-hmm. and she's like, uh, she's obviously freaking out, and he's like, "Well, let me help you clean," and he like helps her close down the store, and then he just sits with her for a while, and she just kind of cries, and he's like, "You're doing fine, like you're doing okay," um, and it's just like a very nice representation of what a kind person he was. Mm -hmm. Um, But the other thing I was going to recommend is like funnier um, and that is if you look up shiny soul swap was from the Young and Nam show. Um, they did this thing where they all had to pretend to be each other, and Taming does a very good Jang Yun impression that I like will always appreciate. He like he nails them down pretty good.
1: Yeah, he really does. But um, they honestly all do a very good impression of each other. <laughs> like they know each other very well. Very well. <laughs>
0: And it's very funny. Um, so that's it. And and all the songs that we mentioned before, those are all a recommendation too.
1: Mm-hmm. And we'll put together a Spotify playlist. Yes, of definitely. Our, of our B-sides.
0: It might take a while to get up because it is the end of the year. Mm. <laughs> so I'm hoping to get all these episodes scheduled before I leave town. Uh, so if you're hearing this and there's no playlist yet, forgive me, uh, but we'll get it up soon. And if you would like to send us your thoughts on this episode, Episode Or any episode, uh, we can be found on social media at AMA Kpop Pod on Twitter and Instagram, AMA Kpop Pod at gmail.com for emails, and AMA Kpop Pod.tumblr.com for links. We're also on YouTube. Um, so every week I end this podcast the same way, telling our Jong that he is our inspiration, and I mean it every single time. Like I said before, a year ago, I wasn't sure if I would ever be able to listen to or enjoy K-pop the way that I used to, but I knew that he wouldn't want that, that he more than anyone would understand finding solace and joy in music. So I wanted to soldier on and start this podcast to share all the joy that K-pop has brought me with others. It was very scary at first, but now my joy has expanded 20 times over thanks to all of you. It's been a year without him, with many ups and downs and always a piece of us knowing that something was missing. But I hope that he's proud of us, because I'm proud of us, all the shovels and shiny too, because we held each other up and we will continue to do so forever. So tonight, I will look up at the moon and I will thank my Jongyeon for everything that he has given us. I miss you and I wish you were here, but we will smile and appreciate every beautiful moment for you.
2: 내 눈물, 내 슬픔 잊고 내게도 봄이 오면 그땐 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 그땐.